You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hello, hello. Uh, good day to you. I hope you're having a good start to the day. So, today we're going to talk about how to choose our niche. Now, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and have been for a while, then I'm a big fan of a niche because, as you've heard me say before, when we try and appeal to everyone, we actually appeal to no one. And I know this is one of those things where it's the biggest challenge for accountants that I hear is that how do we find new clients? How do we grow our practice? And it sounds almost counterintuitive, but the way you grow your practice it is by saying no to the wrong type of clients and getting really clear on who you serve and how you serve them. So I've talked about this before in terms of you know niching down, specializing, getting really crystal clear on who you serve because marketing, the act of going to find your clients is all about getting into the head of your potential customers and understanding what problems they go through so you can lead with those problems in your messaging. Because, remember, people are motivated to take action when they're in a state of pain. Nobody is going to be looking for an accountant if everything's going hunky-dory. It's just not simply going to be on their radar. So you need to get better at understanding the problems of your target audience and then coming up with messaging that hits on those problems that is resulting in the pain that your prospective clients are in. We won't. We don't know what those problems are until we know who it is that we are serving and try and get into their heads to understand what's the conversation going on in their heads. So, very quick, uh, that was a very quick recap in terms of why we need to niche, in terms of how do we go about finding our niche. How, and you're probably, if you're a general practitioner at the moment and you know you need to and you've been thinking about it for a while, but you just haven't quite found that one particular niche that you're really ready to double down on and make all your messaging towards to attract those type of clients to you. And uh, and I don't blame you because it is hard. It's not it's not easy. It took me years and years. I started to hear about this back in sort of, you know, 2013, 2014. I was being told that, you know, if you really want to get crystal clear on, if you really want to attract clients to you and I want to make your marketing easy, then you do need to choose a niche, specialize. I went through a process where, you know, I thought, you know, should I, I looked through my client base. What do I have? I've got some engineering clients. I've got some plumbers. I've got some nursing homes. I've got some property clients. I've, you know, got some scam dealers. Where do I, you know, what or which niche do I choose? And, you know, I had, uh, my um, my father-in-law actually owns and runs nursing homes, so I thought, you know, we've got quite a few of those. Can I? Shall I choose that one? But it didn't really, it didn't really get me excited to, uh, you know, to when I thought about nursing homes. Yes, they're great businesses and they generate a lot of profit. But when I talked, you know, the 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 clients that we had. You know, they weren't my favorite clients. They didn't give me lots of energy talking to them or, you know, helping them or, you know, just generally, I didn't really get along with them, uh, but simply so. Um, so in terms of when it comes to choosing a niche, you've got to, you know, first and foremost, you've got to enjoy 
working with those clients. It's got to give you energy. You've got to have some passion for that particular industry. There's no point choosing an industry that you completely hate, that you have no interest in whatsoever. Because the whole point of going narrow and going deep is that you get to understand your clients and prospects on a deeper level, which means you've got to take an interest and you've got to be interested in that particular sector. Otherwise, you know, you're not really going to be able to provide the kind of value, get excited to talk to them, to, uh, you know, really um, uh, put yourself out there as an expert and a specialist. And as part of this process, we need to showcase ourselves as being the credible expert in that space and the authority and the expert. And we do this by generating content and writing ebooks and creating video content to attract our ideal clients to us. So if you're not really interested or passionate about the niche that you're going to choose, then you know, it makes all of that a lot more difficult. So I'd say first and foremost, you've got to be passionate in whatever industries that you're going to choose. Secondly, it's got to be, you know, a profitable niche. You've got to have sufficient, uh, you've got to be able to earn sufficient fees from those clients. So it's all well and good saying, yeah, I love subcontractors. I'm going to niche into subcontractors. All well and good if you're happy that, you know, your your highest um, fee may be capped at, you know, a thousand pounds because, by their very nature, subcontractors probably aren't going to earn more than, you know, 40, 50,000 pounds a year tops, which means that, you know, how much you can charge them, there's going to be a ceiling in what you can charge them. So secondly, it's got to be, think about a particular niche that you know is, uh, you know, is, is does contain the kind of businesses that you want to work with, that the kind of meaty businesses that they have, they have the, the ability to scale, unless, of course, you're happy just doing subcontractors and you're happy just, you know, doing the simple returns and, and dealing with uh, uh, and dealing with subcontractors and, and not having, you know, uh, high value fees and you're happy just to, to specialize in uh, in that uh, particular client base and just to earn, you know, maximum fees of £1,000, but it's lower risk for you and you can set up a team around it to do it very efficiently. And in that case, that's absolutely fine, absolutely no problem. By all means, do that. But if you're looking for that kind of the higher fees and you want to, to have you want to have those deep and meaningful conversations and really add value to clients' lives on a much bigger scale, then they've got to be clients that will be able to pay you the fees that you want. So businesses or people that will get to a point where their income will be of a certain level where, you know, paying you 5, 10, 15, 20,000 or more pounds will be manageable for them because they will have the kind of size of businesses that would be able to afford to pay you those kind of fees. So that's the second reason. So first was uh, passion. The second is profit. Oh, they all start with P now. And the third, let me see if I can find another one so it all matches with the alliteration uh, beginning with P, is that... Uh, I'm struggling here now just because I put myself under pressure to think of something beginning with P and I've just spotted a police car in front of me as well. <laughs> okay, um, so so what do we have? We have passion, we have profit. And thirdly, I would say, I don't know what I'm going to say. Um, I think maybe there's just two. There's just two then. There's got to be, you've got to be passionate about it and they've got to be, profitable and i guess the last one is probably value so they you've got to be able to be in a position where you are genuinely going to be able to add a lot of value to them and that kind of that probably comes from the passion side of things as well um 
But I guess separately as well. No, I think that's probably separate. That is separate. So I'd say the acronym is PPV. Passion, Profit, and Value. So what I mean by that is that... And this will be a natural occurrence of you going narrow and going deep, that you'll get to know them on a much deeper level. And the, when you get to know them on a much deeper level, then naturally you're going to be adding much more value to them because you'll be a specialist rather than a generalist. And through that specialism, you're going to be able to add a lot more value because you'll understand them on a deeper level. You understand the problems that uh, they're going through and have solutions for them. You'll understand generally where they want to get to and how to help them get there. So by nature, you will be able to add a lot more value to them. Okay, so we have those three now. We have passion, profit, value. Now, how do we go about finding them? So, you know, look through your client base. Are there any particular sectors that you are particularly passionate about? So if I just take you through my journey, I my first niche that I chose was property. Now, the reason why I chose property, we had a couple of clients that were in property. I was getting into property myself. So I was actually a trustee of a charity. And as part of that role, I was the honorary treasurer and I was, uh, I was, uh, my remit was actually going out to invest the endowment funds that the charity had received. So I had a couple of million pounds that uh, I had to go and invest. And as part of that kind of um, process, I had a few uh, quite large property clients and, um, you know, uh, one of them I got on with and he helped me to, to find properties and we worked on a project together where we bought a row of high street properties in Southampton and the we bought the, 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 the offices above and we ended up uh, applying for planning to convert the offices into flats and it was a major project that I was directly involved in. And so I learned a lot about the property game and through that, I thought, well, this, this is quite good. You know, I'm understanding a lot about property now. I've got quite a few property contacts. So why don't I start to build this out as a specialism? And that's where it all began because of my interest in it, my personal experience in it. And that's how the property niche began. And then I went on the journey of, you know, creating the content, the book, the videos, getting really clear on who our target was, and then sharing some case studies of some big tax planning projects we did for property clients. And it just grew from there. So my personal interest my passion for it led to us creating that property niche. Hey, just a quick break to tell you about a tool I use that has helped us to save hours and enable me to create a pricing system incorporating all the stuff that I've learned about value pricing over the years. That tool is called Go Proposal. What I love about it is that we can build the price in person with the prospect and then with a click of a button, send them the proposal and engagement letter instantly during the meeting. That's literally saved us hours of time from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but also because I can build pricing models in the software, anyone in my team can now have pricing conversations and send proposals to prospects and clients that has helped to free me up to do things that I love, like creating this podcast for you. If you're not already using it, highly recommend you check it out. The second niche that we created not long ago was the niche for content creators and influencers called Capture Accounting. And again, similar sort of story there. Actually, for that one, uh, our first client was a guy called Mike Thurston. You may have come across him. He's quite a large uh, YouTuber, uh, bodybuilder type guy. And I I was actually following him as... Um, I used to follow his content. He put out pretty good content uh, back in the day, going back to, say, five, six years ago. And I just, at the time, messaged him out of the blue. 
um, just to give him some tips because I was uh, in getting into pricing then. And I just gave him some tips just uh, about how he could price his products um, and reached out to him and sent him come my ebooks and, and he replied. Um, we tried to get together for a little while, but uh, it didn't happen. And uh, I just kind of kept in touch with him, you know, kept messaging. And this is, you know, kind of what you got to do sometimes is just do outreach. You know, if you if you genuinely believe you can add value to someone, just you know, uh, reach out with value you can never go wrong by reaching out with value lead with value and people will reply so yeah it wasn't a case of you know uh, me messaging him saying do you need an accountant it was me messaging him saying you know i see you're selling some digital products i've got a book that can really help you to uh, make more money uh, through having a look at how you price would you like a copy of it and he replied to that and i sent it to him and i sent him a hard book as well and then we arranged to meet up and that didn't happen but over over time because i was front of mind something went really wrong with his uh, uh, existing accountants and he messaged me and said look you know I really need your help um, because things have gone wrong and then we arranged a, a zoom call and I gave him a proposal and he said yes to come on board as a client <clears throat> and the rest is history and uh, so he was our first client we hadn't actually developed the niche then but then through him we then got uh, a referral or two and I thought well, this, you know this 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 is actually a pretty good niche here because uh, you know they're the high value clients for us we understand them we've worked with one or two of them for a while now and I understood the space as well because having gone on my own uh, journey over the last few years of creating content I kind of understood understood the game in terms of you know building a following building uh, building a brand a personal brand and all the rest of it so again uh, personal interest passion uh, having worked with one client for uh, a period of time to understand you know where the different income sources are and that sort of thing led us to um, and obviously realizing that there is a they're quite profitable as well and uh, and that led to us creating that secondary niche so have a look you know what what uh, what drives you what what are you passionate about where are currently you know the the clients that you really enjoy working with that uh, fill your bucket that give you energy and have a think about how you could double down and develop a specialism to attract more of those now, if I was starting now, you can't. It's not just. Don't remember. It's not just niching by industry. You can also niche by activity and by life cycle. And one which is very, um, which you know, I would if if I was creating a separate niche, then I would look at this. And this is something that you could also tap into as well, because you know we all want those. Uh, you know, I hear our, you know, from many accountants that we want those entrepreneurs, those you know, those uh, businesses that are dynamic, that are fast growth, that are hungry to grow and need our advice. Yes, we all want those, but. To actually stand out and to be noticed, we've got to actually put our stake in the ground and say, well, which which industry are we going for in particular? And then that becomes our offering. So we get clear on the who and then we present them with the how of how we deal with them, how we're going to add value to their lives with our virtual finance office offering. So if I was to develop another one, I would actually uh, look at... Um, niching by by type by kind of life cycle and what do i mean by that is that i would go after those businesses that have seed funding that have say kickstarter funding and we've got a couple of those that were referred to us and they're cracking clients because you know they're they're high growth they they are startups but they've already raised a fair bit of funding to get their product off the ground so they've got cash which is what we want they've got cash and they actually they need that full support because a a lot of these guys they're creatives they don't really understand the finances too much but they need the support 
because they've got seed funding, they've got shareholders, investors they need to answer to, which which you know lends itself to a virtual finance office, virtual finance director offering at a at a cost efficient uh, rate that they can afford, but. At the same time, you know that those businesses will scale with you. So, um, you know, we've got a few of those that with uh, I think one of them pays us about 15 grand a year, another one probably about eight grand a year, uh, another one which is now growing. So now 20, 25 grand a year. And we know these businesses are going to scale. So initially they might require a lot from us. And because they're not high turnover yet, then their fees aren't very high. And but they get lots of value from us. But we know they're going to grow and they've got cash. So over the long run, and remember, I'm looking at lifetime value here. Here, that uh, you know they will turn out to be very good clients as and when you know their products really take off because clearly they've got they've um, they've already got the cash they've uh, found the cash to uh, support the development and we know in terms of the good for our fees as well so we have a tangible uh, impact in terms of their growth going forward so I would I would concentrate on those and certainly you can as well if you were to say that you're the accountants for you know seed funded Kickstarter companies and then get clear on where can you find these companies who can you develop strategic partnerships with there are you know we got a couple of ours from um, a digital marketer that works with uh, those types of businesses so there are other professionals and other people that we working with these companies because they've got the cash there so they're hiring consultants they're working with funders they're working with finance houses and you building up your own kind of power network and introducing yourself as the accountant specialist accountant for companies which are seed funded or funded by Kickstarter suddenly now you know referrers to you will know that when they come across a client like this they can refer them to you because you've clearly articulated the kind of businesses that you are going after so I've just arrived at the office I've got a pen off now but let's give you some food for thought in terms of how you go about finding your niche I know it's difficult but you know you need to and uh, hopefully this episode has given you some food for thought in terms of how you go about doing so. As always, if you haven't already, rate, review and follow the podcast and give me your feedback on LinkedIn as to how you're finding them. Any other subjects you'd like me to cover, I'll be happy to put them in the pipeline for a future episode. Okay, take care. Have a great rest of the day and I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. I hope you got value from that episode. And if you want to spend more time together, where we go deeper on topics like pricing, marketing, sales, building a team and processes so you can build a firm that is less reliant on you, then come and join the TYP Mentoring Community. It's my membership program where I deliver practical mentoring sessions from my personal experience of building my practice and share resources that I have created and use in my firm so you don't have to reinvent the wheel and waste time and money making mistakes like I did. There's an amazing community of 100 plus accountants that you get to meet every week, share challenges, best practices, and use the power of the group to shortcut your learnings. Go to resahooda.com forward slash mentoring to find out more. Thank you for listening. For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.